Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way, is getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the money. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Good to have you on board here on a Thursday morning. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. In this hour, today's Major League Baseball card coming up. We'll touch on, we'll go to Florida for tonight's Game 3 between the Panthers and the Knights. And we'll have a door number one or door number two. Paulie, you got to... You got to love this quote because to me, it does feel genuine. It doesn't feel like uh, we're going to revisit this in a year like Jay Monahan and go, oh boy, that guy, total disaster. This is uh, after Nikola Jokic had the first 30-20-10 game in NBA Finals history last night. He was asked about it after the game, of course, quote, to be honest, I don't care. It's just a stat. That mm-hmm. to me feels like it's the real deal. Yep. Right from him. Yep. Over the last three months, it was a race. He could win the MVP because he's white. He's chasing stats. He'll be exposed in the playoffs. All the crap you heard the last three months, and Uh, it's just full marks to basketball fans and even the casual fan saying, you know what you're talking about in this era of hot takes and other garbage, and I'll take the other side, and just to disgrace people who claim to cover the sport who haven't even watched them play. To think about that, but the reigning two-time MVP coming into this year and what he's done, and ratings through the roof. It's been an incredible ride, and you're watching history every single night. So if you were not on board, I will say you're missing out, and uh, screw you. You know who should not be on board with watching this? I'm trying to put myself in his shoes. It'd be pretty tough to watch this with uh, if I'm Joel Embiid. Sure. I think I just want to be. I would want to be in hiding right now and looking at the trophy. And yeah, just, yeah, every time you look at the trophy, it's like this guy, yeah, I can't even I was so bad in game seven. My teammates couldn't depend on me and count on me. This has got to be tough to take. It, he, has to be. it looks so bad because he wanted the award so bad and then disappeared playoff time. Well, again, the, the the people, there were so many stupid things made up this battle late in the year, one of which was a lack of playoff success, but you gave it to Embiid, who's never been out of the second round. Right. At least Joker made it to a Western Conference Finals before. And he didn't have Murray and other guys were hurt. He Bingo. Was JV team, what he had yeah. the last couple of years, right. So there was a correction on his number 
to have a triple-double last night after he only had the four assists in Game 2. He did get there. That cashed. That was a winner. It was plus 130 in some spots. Now, that did take an assist late in the game to get there, but he was hovering around 789 assists for a long time. Eventually got the 10. Now he's priced at minus 105. I don't think we're going to see plus 130 again in the in the finals. I think that, that was it. That was the last chance to take uh, advantage of that. Now there are three and a half point favorites at some spots. And look at the total now in this series. How it's progressively gotten shorter. And now sitting at 210 and a half after what took place last night. Is that too big of a, of a drop? Or in your opinion, would you say it's right about no. where it should be right no, now? No, it's well. No, if you watch the, the supporting cast and how many guys are struggling to make shots, right? And you factor in Miami was. Uh, I think Denver should run more, but in any event, um, to especially get Porter going to get him some easy baskets. But the fact that you you win that game comfortable margin, and Gordon Porter and Pope don't do anything, but the supporting cast for both teams they were atrocious in that performance and not knocking down shots. So even the, even the score of game two, while Miami hit 17 threes, you saw how, uh, what the score was as well. And, and what happened in game one. So I think that that feels about right with the total. And you, you said it earlier about how high does this line get now? If you continue to get support for Denver, which we thought it was a horrible matchup for Miami going in. And then Denver comes out flat, still led by 15 in game two and had the horrible fourth quarter. But the other what-if scenario is if you get Porter going and Pope knocks down some shots and we see bully ball again from Gordon. That, that's why it's in, incredible that Gordon, or excuse me, um, Murray and Joker play like that and the other three guys don't give them anything. Well, I guess... And they win comfortably. They were so good and historic what they did. So here's the question then, because it's like every single game we need to talk about which other is going to step up. I think at this point, most of them are unreliable. Nice game by Christian Brown last night. Huge. Who had 15 points. Yes. Always liked him when he played at Kansas. Uh, he was always like that agitator, the guy who would never give up. He always hustles, but he was also good, like offensively at Kansas too, I thought anyway. And he played really big last night. So if we don't get anything from Pope, Porter, who at this point, I, I don't even know what to do with the guy. He might be unplayable in the series. Mm-hmm. Brown gave you nothing. If they're not getting much from the others... Can that be balanced off or balanced out or canceled off, I guess, by Joker and Murray being so good they can still carry him to a win? Yes. They're putting about bigger numbers than Shaq and Kobe did. That's the way I the feel Lakers. about it, too. That, that, that is, so it was last night. That can be enough, yeah. And well, why wouldn't you be okay with these guys taking the majority of the shots? I love the game plan with Murray last night. Yeah. Having him involved right from Jump Street. Get his shots early. Don't, don't have 15 for the game and... Half of those coming like late. Yeah, like game two. It was bizarre. He couldn't get going and, and didn't have many shot attempts in the first three quarters. But Five it, of 18 from downtown, they won going away. It comes so easy to Joker. He almost had the triple-double. He was close early, uh, late in the second quarter uh, in, in, in the monster numbers he put up. Yeah. So it, between the, the jump shot, the three, taking you down low, he had the scoop, little finger roll, what he has. It's magnificent to watch. And, and, and the, the, the turn, the fadeaway, what everything in his game. The arsenal is ridiculous. I also guess that when we talk about the Nuggets, for you know going forward, and we should have been already, I guess, going back earlier in the playoffs. But there is such a thing as playoff Murray as well. I mean, we say that about playoff yeah. Jimmy. We say that about well, playoff LeBron. Bubble, bubble Murray. Well, yeah, but now bubble Murray too. But right, he, but he now thought it, seeing... we thought it was an. He takes it as an insult, but I thought it was a compliment. Because he was out of his mind. Oh, and he's been were, hurt since. Yeah, right. He was hurt. So they, they were down 3-1 in two series and went to the and, conference finals. And maybe it is insulting to only acknowledge how good he is during the playoffs as because he's a really good player overall. Like, he's an awesome basketball player. But the way that he steps up, he did it in the bubble. He's doing it again all playoffs long now. He was gigantic in that Lakers series, in my opinion. Um, you have a 14-1 ticket on him to win the uh, finals MVP. Yeah. I would say that in like... No, well, any, any other year, I'm sitting pretty. Well, if he has, if if Joker's not his teammate, yes, right. Now Joker's well, minus seven fifty to win it. Why is Bam so far down? Bam should be right there with Butler. Oh, Same Bam. odds, don't you think? I mean, now now Denver's a nine dollar favorite to win the series, right? But Butler, Bam I'm, has been awesome so far. I guess maybe defensively because Joker's taking him to school. But oh, if you look at, I don't think Butler's been. I mean, he had a nice game offensively last night. 
He's not the lead no. dog here in this series. I think I think Bam should be right now. Well, first things first. If they get destroyed on the boards like that again, and you see the disparity points in the paint, forget about it. That's the other thing. They have to start there. Points in the paint, 60 to 34. Rebounds, 58 to 33. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, how many times in today's NBA will a team shoot 5 of 18 from 3, right. have 13 turnovers compared to 4, and then yet win by double digits? That's not how the game is constructed anymore. Yep. And Malone pushing all, pushing all the right buttons. Whatever he said at halftime was, was uh, worked and well, was beautiful because they came out ready to go in the third quarter. And I like what he said after the game. We didn't come here for a split. We got more work to do. But rest assured, they're going to get Miami's best shot on Friday, because their season's on the line. You know what I liked right away, too? Typically, Jokic sits down to begin the fourth quarter. Last night, they just said, look, it's it's a big margin right now. Go out there, put the foot on the gas. We can't have this team come back, because they've been so good in the fourth quarter. And oh, by the way, like even late, after Spolstra pulled it, it got hairy for a minute. Like, if you laid the three with the Nuggets, it's like, uh, this thing's not over all of a sudden. And could Miami hit a couple of threes late? More minutes are necessary for Duncan Robinson. He only played 13 last night. Struess gave you nothing. I wonder what they do with Hero. That's quite the conundrum now. Because mm. he can't guard you. And then what's he going to give you offensively with the rust factor? Yeah. He's been out so long. And we've been, how about the uh, Gilligan's Island there? What are you wearing with that stupid I, I think somebody needs to tell him to knock it off. Right. You, yeah. you look like a goofball. Yeah. Very sensitive. Because Van Gundy called out his lack yeah. of set fashion sense. Yes. And he come, oh, you were a bad coach. You go, it's like, what? Yeah. You dress like a child. Mm-hmm. Be a good- Let me ask you this about game three of the Stanley Cup final tonight. Do you think, well, overall with the series and that award, because mm-hmm. we, we I, know somebody who's been telling us Eichel at 425 is, it's out of whack. He should be much lower. A guy I respect called it a gift. Eichel sitting there at plus 450 is a gift, what he said. And too much of the, of the Marsha show and, and Prisoner of the Moment stuff. We, another thing, though, I'm telling you, Aiden Hill is not out of this. We were talking about Aiden Hill at 18 to 1. Now he's down to what, 5, 6 to 1? Yeah, he's 5 to 1. He stopped 62 of 66 shots. The great paddle save, what he had. Yeah. He's allowed uh, four goals in his last four games. And if he goes out there and they win 2 1, 2 1. He's in this too. Nine and three with a nine forty save percentage. But it comes down to Florida staying out of the box and if Bobrovsky, what he has left from a confidence standpoint. He's allowed four goals in each game. He got yanked in the last one. They've had twenty five penalties and nine misconducts so far. So maybe the speed and, and skill too much for Florida to overcome. As our buddy said, coming back down to earth. It is a one seed against an eight seed. Yeah. But but listen, when you go back and look at this, 111 points. Edmonton was on fire the last month of the season. Still couldn't catch Vegas. 12 of their last 13 games, Vegas either won or at least got a point in every game but one. So what they've done, and and I think it's a 28 of their last 32 games to register at least a point, how good this team has been. And everyone talked about Boston, rightfully so, and Edmonton. And here they are with you know four or five different goalies and two wins away. I don't think Florida can, can compete with them. Well, I like to make the case for the under tonight. Maybe. But I, I can't do that based on the first two games and how many times, the, you know, specifically Florida, they've been in the box in those penalty minutes. Yeah, and the first period over again. Yeah. Today's so, Major League Baseball card is up next. I know I've been preaching to bet the K-prop under when a starting pitcher faces this team, but you might want to tread lightly today. Details on that coming up next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way, is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark, more than ever. Listen to Math and Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com. Check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. You can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Betting splits, another way, VSIN's here to make you smarter, better year round. Check out today's betting splits every game, vsin.com. The New York Mets are in a uh, free fall right now. How bad is this? They've lost five straight. Are you know we... what the payroll is? You sure they're going to make the playoffs? No, no. You know what? The... You're under 500. You got a $300 million payroll? Yeah. You lose again to the Braves? Mm hmm. Wow, this is bad. And today it's Verlander versus Strider. <laughs> yeah. So good luck to them. Uh, Verlander's K's by start. Of course, he missed a bunch of time to begin the year. Five, seven, three, five, two, and eight. It's not the same Justin Verlander. From years past, and recent starting pitcher Kays versus the Mets. Elder had eight, Kikuchi eight, Brio six, Bassett eight. Strider had eight the first time he faced the Mets, and this guy is a strikeout machine, and he is going today. I mean, you know, you brought in Justin Verlander because you didn't want to pay DeGrom or take a chance with his injury history, and I don't disagree with that because of what the Rangers gave him, which was a way too much money, in my opinion. But you brought in Verlander to kind of to yeah. be the second ace on the team, they need him to stop the bleeding today, and it's well, that's way easier said than done, Paul. Yep, I'm surprised how he struggled, and I I can't believe how bad this team has been after uh, how well they played last year until the final month of the season. They were awesome. They were a freight train, and they also did it without Degrom for much of the year. Yep. So this is uh, I, I I don't know I I I'm not sure they're going to make the playoffs. And I know we talk about the Rangers all the time, and rightfully so, and we all believe and we're on board. Well, I think it's time to get on board and believe in the Diamondbacks, too, who win again. I mean, I think they're in first place in 12 games over 500. I mean, compare those rosters between the Mets and the Diamondbacks and the payroll. Sure. So how, how Arizona's getting it done every day, another great story as well. And certainly yeah. if you want to go down the list in the playoff odds and the, the Padres still under 500. How uh, they're scuffling in the Mets, and then you have teams like the Diamondbacks, and, and the Marlins keep winning games. Give you a rundown here of uh, that Diamondbacks game that you brought up because they're getting the Nationals again today. Now, we've been talking on this show for a bit about how the Nationals don't strike out very often. They're, they're one of the best teams in baseball at limiting, or they had the lowest strikeout rate in baseball, even uh, as early as like Tuesday. Um, they're getting Merrill Kelly today for the Diamondbacks. His K prop is four and a half. The over is minus 120 at DraftKings. The starting pitcher for the Diamondbacks yesterday, Davies. Zach Davies did go over his K-prop. He struck out a bunch of nationals. I would tread very lightly today, fading uh, Merrill Kelly. His recent K-form. Eight, which went over. Ten, over. Four, stayed under. But then he had nine, six, ten, five, and seven. All those games... Lately, him and going over his K prop. Um, so I am not, in fact, betting the under on Merrill Kelly today against this Nationals lineup. Just stay away from me. All right. What do you and, want to do in the Dodger game? 
A little trouble in paradise here now. They've lost five of six, and the pitching has been bad. And now Kershaw goes today. They should get whatever they want against Ashcraft, who's been batting practice. 27 earned in his last four starts. 25 earned last three home starts. But now maybe a little cause for concern here. I mean, you got to get Thor out of the rotation and another total of 10. But I will say, wow, the future is bright for the Reds. And how about the rookie of the year odds to change drastically with one game on De La Cruz? What do you do? What's he down to now? I saw like 650. Is he? So that... Big jump after what he did. Was that last week at the very end of the show during in-pocket? You said it, yeah. When the, the news broke when we were still on the air that Cruz was getting called up, and I'm like, oh my God, I have to bet that, and I did. He was 25 to 1. Look, if Corbin Carroll stays healthy for the Diamondbacks, it's his award. It's his award to lose. The, the kid hit another home run last night. He's been absolutely phenomenal. Is this the Zion thing about games played and... Well, maybe I that say, comes into play, but re- that's remember uh, the the kind of the wow factor with O'Neill Cruz last year for the Pirates. <laughs> oh my God! When he came in, De La Cruz has that same thing. He's plus four fifty at William Hill. <laughs> Is he the second shot on yes, the board? Yes, he's the second shot on the board. Oh my God! Yeah, Carroll's one seventy five. Yeah, well, um, guy might be Superman. Who knows? Well, he. I mean, you see that home run. Was, he, what did he hit that, 480, 460? <laughs> and then almost went onto the stadium. Uh, yes. I don't know if I was more impressed by that or the triple that took him 10 seconds to get the third. Yep. So the kid's an absolute phenom. He was uh, recently rated as the best prospect in baseball. They finally called him up. He's got huge size, unbelievable speed. He's got everything. I don't know. Maybe if he if he takes the world by storm over the Next four months, he could actually pull this thing off. I will say this about Ashcraft and his K-Prop. It's three and a half today. The under is plus 115. Since April 15th, K's by game and whether he went over or under, four, under, four, under, three, 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 and three, all under. Five went over, six over, and two under. So he had five consecutive starts when he had three strikeouts. The way that this Dodgers offense mashes, I don't know, maybe they get to him early and run him. Out of the game. Probably. Yeah. But, but, but Kershaw yeah. is also... Yeah, I know. He's been he's been good. And then the... Well, you're right also, but what if they, you go to the bullpen? Because I mean, the, the last game, they're up 8-3, and then that thing was gone as well. Yeah. So, But these totals the last couple of days have been nuts uh, with some of these games, and especially the uh, the Dodgers series. I don't, I'm not, I don't even know if they're going to be able to get the game in with the Yankees, with the doubleheader. But yeah. uh, I, there's no reason to even discuss it. But do you like Valdez trying to avoid the sweep against Barrios? I have a lot of confidence in Valdez. Well, he's... Uh, I, I would think he would stop the bleeding here today and get it done. To answer your question, yes, I yep, do. Right, and I, I don't know about the... I, I don't think, yes, they're at home, but can Detmers be a dollar thirty? Smiley's been good yeah. for the Cubs, and Detmers is 0-5 with an ERA of 5 and change going out. What has Smiley had, like, basically one hiccup so far? Uh-huh. Is that pretty much it? Yeah. Uh, I'm looking for that number right now. Ooh, on the Blue Jays game. Yeah, Valdez minus 125 against Barrios. Boy. Man, I like Valdez so much more than Barrios. Valdez is one of the best in baseball. Yep. But they're hot now. They've won 8 of 10. Yep. So maybe yep. they're, they're going to turn things around here and, uh, and take off. You never know. Tampa now $3 to win the East uh, after they beat the Twins yet again. And well, they got a huge break this week because the Brewers really took care of business against the Orioles. Yeah. And then Judge Brewers going on the IL. Well. Yep. And the Yankees 6-7 and seven without Judge. Only 3.4 runs per game when he's out. So things have opened up here in the AL East. Uh, uh, Lyles got beat again, too. Uh, you know, not bad. But that's now 0-13 this year. The Royals record when Lyles starts. And, and sorry, it didn't work out. Uh, it was on a 13-1 run, but... He didn't have a run scored in the first inning. Yep. But the Marlins do it again. So you handicapped this based on schedule. So, so far, so good. Well, yeah, as anticipated out, you, here. Yeah, you sweep the A's and you uh, you sweep uh, the, the Royals. Mm-hmm. That's what you're supposed to do. And I, I know that you kind of scoffed at me um, in recent weeks when I brought up the White Sox to win the Central. The Twins have now lost four straight. They're exactly 500. Yep. The White Sox, I mean, it's kind of embarrassing with this division. They're eight games under 500, but they're only four games back and they've won four straight now i said I, I, give me cleveland though three to one with the pitching in that you know plus 350 wasn't uh was available too 
And I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not there yet with the White Sox, but I'm, I'm fine with Cleveland. I'm definitely not there with uh, Detroit. No. Uh, you brought this up no. yesterday. All this talk about the Yays and how bad they've been, deservedly so. Right. Uh, Royals are 18 and 44. Yep, another loss. I mean, they're, they only have, let's see here, they only have four more wins than the Yays. <laughs> Think about that for a second. Uh-huh. They're playing 290 ball. And uh, that is getting, again, kind of lost because the A's are on this pace to lose 130 games. Well, they were anyway before this two-game winning streak. Glasnow starts today for the Twins. Twins have been striking out like crazy, uh, as we brought up. I'm not seeing a K-prop as of yet on Tyler Glasnow. For the Rays. For the Rays, yep, yep. sorry. Um, opposing starters against yep. Minnesota, 10-4 and four to the over their last 14. He's only made two starts, obviously, coming back because of the injury. Uh-huh. He's had six and eight Ks so far in his two starts. But he's got the kind of stuff that could, you know, if he can go enough innings today, like, look at that, five innings for Glasnow, 11 strikeouts, Twins can't hit the... I mean, the Twins are minus $2 to win that division. Can I get a no price on the Twins? I think I would take the field that I would absolutely, in fact, take the field at plus money on a no bet against Minnesota. But the the, the pitching so far, when I mean, you have Sonny Gray and Ryan doing that, and you're still 500, and how well you've played against the Yankees, which never happens. Well, not yet. That they hung in there against the Dodgers and Yankees. They right? never beat the Yankees. No, ever. And they won the season series. That's right. So plus one sixty five. Is that on the no? I'll take it, yeah. That's on the no? I'm very intrigued by that. Okay. Uh, Up next, Ed Graney is going to join the show. Writes for the Las Vegas Review Journal. He is live in Florida for Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Final. Do the Panthers make this a series? We'll ask him coming up here and follow the money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the app. Use promo code VEASAN when you sign up. Great props, fantastic menu, NBA, NHL final. DraftKings Sportsbook app, code VEASAN. VEASAN when you sign up. Good luck. Little Stanley Cup final action here. Ed Graney covers the Golden Knights and all Las Vegas sports for the Las Vegas Review Journal. Does a great job at it. He is live in South Florida for tonight's Game 3. Long time, my friend. How you been? Fellas, how are you? Good to talk to you. Yep, same here. Thanks, Ed. Thanks so much for coming on the program today. The first two yep. games, Game 1, I thought the score was a little misleading, but the Panthers have been playing out of their minds. I mean, they've lost their minds the first two games. All these penalty minutes, playing like crap. Um, they want to go out there and be the brawlers on the ice. It's been almost like domination for the most part. Do you think the Panthers can actually make this a series, come back to Las Vegas where this thing is actually kind of interesting? I don't know if they can make it a series, Mitch. I, I just think that I think the Golden Knights are just better at everything. They're faster. Um, they're more skilled. They're deeper. Um, you know, Kachuk likes to mix it up. It's kind of the only thing they seem to be able to do. They've got like 130 penalty minutes, like you said. Um, I don't know. I just think it's it's, you know, Bobrovsky was great in the Eastern Conference Finals and, and, and throughout the East. I mean, he was amazing, but um, we're kind of seeing him take a step back now, and I just I just think the Golden Knights are better. They're, they might get a split here, and if they get a split, I think they're going to come back in five. We were talking yesterday, I don't know if we're coming back here for six. I don't know if there's going to be another long plane ride into this place with alligators and big bugs and humidity. <laughs> Polly, this, this place, uh, it's a beautiful place out here. <laughs> Sounds like it. Sounds like it. Do, do you expect? Do you expect Aiden Hill to keep this up? And how good is this story? I mean, incredible story, right? I mean, they they used five goalies this year. He was one of the ones who got hurt. He's a U. I'll tell you what, he's making himself some money because he's a UFA. Um, and it just it's almost like like you said, people have been waiting for it to stop. People have been waiting, saying, well, you know, the sample size is too small and. Can he keep it up? Can he be this good? And he just keeps being this good. So I don't know, you know, they're going to have a decision to make uh, after the season, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, cause obviously they have Logan Thompson. 
the Snake Master Robin Leonard. Uh, we don't know what's going to happen with the Snake Master. Uh, and then now you have Aiden Hill playing out of his mind like this. So, I mean, I guess it's a good problem to have, uh, but they're going to have a decision to make because, you know, he wins them a Stanley Cup. That that takes it to a new level. Right. How much how much credit should Cassidy get? I think he should get a lot. I mean, I was – I, I, I didn't think they should fire Pete DeBoer, and you know you can have, you can say both ways. I mean, I didn't think they should fire Pete, but that's not on Bruce. And Bruce came in and has done a terrific job. You can say both things. I don't think one has to equal the other. Um, but he came in and you know changed the system, changed them defensively, um, gives them offensive freedom. A guy like Marsha So I know loves it because you know Marsha So um, does not like to be structured offensively. He likes to be able to kind of go out there and freely flow and do what he wants, and you see what he's done. He didn't have a goal in the Winnipeg series. Now he's got 12. Um, so, you know, I, I think Cassidy deserves a lot of credit. You know, he's they were the least penalized team in the league. He, he, he pounds that into them in terms of retaliation and don't retaliate. And, you know, he had a quote yesterday, sometimes you just have to take a punch in the face. It's the playoffs, you know, but if you don't retaliate and keep them in the, you know, get them in the box and go to your power play, um, he's been really good. I, I think Bruce has done a tremendous job. Okay, you mentioned Marshy. Because of this hot streak ad, he is now odds on to win the Con Smythe. He's like minus 105. Uh, have you had any conversations with other people in the media about that award? Do you think, and, and Paulie asked you about Aiden Hill, do you think Aiden Hill or Jack Eichel could still uh, pull this bad boy off? It's interesting because, um, you know, and Jack's got, I think, 15 assists um, in the playoffs. I mean, he hasn't scored, but he does so many other things. But this seems to be an award, Mitch, that they like like to go to goals right away. Um, so I think Marshall, let's say if it ends on Saturday and he gets another goal, I just think they're going to give it to him. But I'll tell you what, I mean, Aiden Hill is kind of a sneaky pick there because if they would sweep or win in five and he keeps this up, I think he'd get some love for that award. Um, uh, I still think Marsha so would win it, but um, I, I think Aiden Hill's kind of a you know kind of a, a dark horse there that people might say, look, this guy didn't even start the playoffs in goal. He had to come in because Laurent Lassois got hurt against Edmonton, right. and look what he's done. Um, so I, any of those three wouldn't surprise me at this point. I think Eichel, you know, Eichel changed this team. Mark Stone said it the other day, and he said it very you know plainly. It's like you know. Why did this change? What happened? He just looked up and he said, Jack, because, you know, they needed a top line centerman to push everyone down to push the Stevenson's Carlson's Nick was down one more level. And now they are four centers down the middle and they're really, really good. And that's all because of Eichel. If they get this done, you know, what would the turnout look like with the parade? Uh, it's, it's a unique fan base. You, you're spoiled. You have all the success. You go to the final, the first year in existence, then it's all, I'm, I'm, I'm done with the organization, how you treated Fleury, how you treated Galan. It's There were empty seats in the Winnipeg series to start the playoffs. What do you think of all that? If you can explain it to our listeners, what the wild ride has been like and then what the turnout could possibly be if they get it done. Well, the turnout would be good because there's no traffic problems. <laughs> So uh, you know when when you when you go down there it'll be it'll be nice uh, that'll be a nice uh, thing to push down the, the middle of the strip. Um, but no, I mean look, it's it's always been and you guys were around and know as well as anyone. You know that first year with that shooting and what that team meant to that right. town and how it brought the town together. Um, I don't think we'll ever see anything like it. And, and, and you know the the baseball comes, the basketball comes. We already have the football. There's never going to be a team in that town that has kind of the personal relationship with fans that that does. You know, over time, they missed the playoffs last year. You're going to have people drop off a little. Um, people loved Marc-Andre Fleury. Uh, there were a few, you know, there was a, a portion of people who never forgave them for that. People loved Gallant. They liked Pete DeBoer, um, Nate Schmidt, Ryan Reese, guys like that that were really kind of ingrained into the fans and loved them. There's always going to be fans who don't kind of understand, I guess, how sports goes and what happens. But you still have a huge committed fan base there. Um, I, I don't know, and maybe you guys could say, is it fifty thousand? Is it a hundred thousand? I don't know. If you told me a number of people that would show up, like I would believe anything you say because I have no idea, you know, what this will bring out if and when they win it. And I do think they're going to win it and have a parade. But it would be fascinating to me how many people would go down there to see that parade. I think the players on this team, at least some of the med they're going to be treated like the UNLV players from 1991 in the city for 
if they win this thing like in four or five games, they're going to be legends and forget about mm-hmm. it. They're going to be yeah. talked about for the next 20, 25 years here. Yeah, and especially the you know there's six original misfits. There's six of yeah. them, uh, six left in the original misfits. I mean, Marshall, you know, Smith, Carlson, people like that are really beloved already. But let's say Marshall so wins the con Smythe, and then they win it and have a parade. I mean, he would go down like you said, like those players in in, in that town. Um, so I think they're going to win it. I think they're going to have a parade. I just don't know when you know exactly when it's going to be official and when that's going to happen. Yeah, I I do think the Panthers take one of these games at least, though. I I don't think it's yeah. going to be a sweep. I don't either. I think I don't know which one, but you know they're at home. They'll have their crowd. Um, you know that'll give them a push. Um, they'll push like crazy probably tonight because obviously you don't want to go down three zero. But I'm with you. I think they split here, mm-hmm. and but the way they played at home, I just if you watch those two games, and I know you guys did. I don't know how anyone walks away and say, "Well, the Panthers can make a serious series of it and get I to agree. like seven. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, if you watch those two games, I don't know how you say that. Totally agree. Only two minutes left, but you're on local radio. You write for the newspaper. Uh, what do people want the A's? What's going to happen here? I, I don't, I don't know a lot of people in, you know, in the groups I, I'm, I'm in that really are excited about it or have much feelings about it that they want them to come. Um, you know, I, I think it's going to happen. Um, I do think it's going to happen. I do think they're going to come, but, um, uh, I, I don't have a lot of people, you know, I guess uh, that I hang out with and are, you know, fully invested in it or excited about it happening. Um, I don't know what you guys think, but I, I still think they're going to come. Oh, so you would bet on that, that the A's are going to be playing here in four or five years? I think that it's going to happen. Yeah, I think it's going to happen. I um, were, were there updates from last night. I, I I I kept I kept up with it, but not to the very end. Yeah, it did. Uh, the Caval from uh, the A side. Yeah, he did. He. Uh, I know somebody's got to speak. It's just awful. I mean, he was barbecued by one of the guys in the well, special session last night, and yeah. it, just, it won't end. Well, the the owner is never going to speak. I haven't I haven't heard him speak yet. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah. I. Just, uh, it's going to be fascinating because I think you know when you hear Adam Silver talk, I do think that I do think that has a great chance of happening with the NBA. Yeah. Um. I, you know when you hear him speak, so we'll have to see. But um. You know I I don't I don't have a lot of I guess friends or whatever like clamoring for the baseball. Yep. Same here. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Ed Graney, and you can read him in the Las Vegas Review Journal. Enjoy the time there, Eddie. Thanks for the time today. Okay, guys. Good to talk to you. Thanks, Bye. Up next, door number one or door number two, a non-SEC team wins the college football national title or this upset happens in the NBA. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic 
the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the vcin.com slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Check the leaderboard to see the betting records, who has the hot hand, ROI. Betting splits, power ratings, dog videos, 24-7 video access. Become a subscriber today, $9.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe. Here we go. It's time to play everyone's favorite follow-the-money game. Live from the VEASAN studios. Hey guys, you ready to let the dogs out? This is door number one. New high score! What does high score mean? New high score, is that bad? What does that mean? Did I break it? Or door number two. You get nothing! You lose! Good day, sir! Here's Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Alright, love that video here at Circa. Let's get right into it. Who would you rather be moving forward? Door one, Zion Williamson. Door two, John Morant. Oh, God. Well, this... R- rough day for Zion. <laughs> okay, do you want to explain it? You have to because people probably don't know the background here. He, He's dating, he was, is dating a porn star. He was going to, she has all the receipts and let him have it on Twitter. Fascinating to read all her tweets. Mariah Mills. He was going to move her into New Orleans. Meanwhile, he's got a girl pregnant. I think she's a stripper. And so he, he got her pregnant, and that was on social media, and she's letting him have it about, were you going to tell me? And he, she's, he's saying, how much to, to move you in here and to be together? And uh, so she's uh, Mariah Mills is also late, according to her tweets as well. So he could be, I, I don't know. but And then between he's eating himself out of the game, he can't stay healthy, he doesn't play. Yes, he's got the big contract, but he might have two more mouths to feed. Uh, first two picks in that draft, by the way. <laughs> Both players are going to start at that Saudi basketball league I talked about yesterday. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, but Ja, I just got to get through the suspension, and then, okay, my shoes sell I well. would probably rather be Ja at this point. <laughs> yes, you would. I mean, honestly. Yes. I don't, I would not want to be going through what Zion's going through. I want nothing to do with that. That sounds, I mean, as bad as it's been for Ja Morant, you can change, right? If he's going to have a, a point, two of them, Having kids at the same time, well, and the the amount of money that's going to be coming out and going to them for uh, child support and no whatever kidding. else, I mean, no, I'm not, I'm not okay with that. Well, the guy's never on the floor, but if that's that's the other thing, stripper and porn star, you're Zion Williamson. I mean, that's, and then you're taking care of both of them too. Yeah, no. Okay. Best option, you're Damian Lillard. Door one, Philly. Door two, Miami. Oh, this is the easiest one of all time. It is? It's Miami without hesitation. Really? Oh. How is this even a question? You'd rather go to Philadelphia than Miami? Under what circumstance? Well, they are rabid sports fans. And how the, he will be treated if he can get him to a conference final. Okay, but what if they don't? 2001. Well, yeah. Then, then you're barbecued yeah. all the time. And you can live in... No offense to Philly. I love Philly. I think it's a great city. I, Miami? Come on. What does Miami give up to get him, though? Now, if Miami can keep Bam well, that's, and do the deal, but that's also yeah, that's, it's a great place to live. But that's but that would be they would have to keep Bam because Lillard on that podcast this week said that Bam's his boy. I know, so he's not going to. What are they it. giving up though? How you get Damian Lillard without giving up Bam? That I don't know. That wasn't part of the question, yeah, Paulie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said, "Would I rather go to Philly or Miami?" And it, All right. yeah. I'd rather play with Bam and Jimmy Butler than Joel Embiid and whatever else they're going to have in Philadelphia. Uh, door one, Chiefs go under their win total of 11.5, or the Bears go over their total of 7.5. Door one, I think the streak ends this year. I said that last week. They're on a 9-1 overrun with their win total uh, with the Chiefs. I, I just, 
I know some of it could be injury-related, and the division appears to be better with Peyton going to Denver. How are the Bears going to win eight games? I no. can't. I don't understand this at all. The fact that they're higher win total, better odds than the Packers, and then they were the worst team in the league, and they're going to that, that Fields MVP stuff. And I, they have a long ways to go. They're going to go eight and nine. Yeah, don't forget that injuries do happen in the NFL. So I'd much rather bet the, the Chiefs yeah. to go under than the Bears to go over. Uh, door one, Rory McIlroy wins the U.S. Open at 14-1, to one, or the Phillies win the NL East around the same number at 13-1. to one. Easy for me, door one. Now, I know he hasn't won a major in nine years. I, I am against Jeff Seeley, and I think this will light a fire, and this will, that Rory's pissed off mad as hell and he's not taking anymore. And that you can maybe see Rory get on a run here. And maybe he could finally end this drought and win a major after what's happened the last couple weeks. I, I just think the Phillies just aren't that good. And, and yeah. you're not catching the Braves. No, the, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see it. Can, can the Phillies catch the Marlins? That's another question. Their recent uh, hot streak here is coming against Washington and against Detroit. Detroit. Yes. They get the Dodgers up next. Yes. So although Dodgers a little shaky at this point, Can't but get overall they're good. Yep. Uh, door one, Diamondbacks make the playoffs, minus 140, make the playoffs, or Marlins miss the playoffs, minus 160. Door one, I believe in this team, 12 games over 500, first place, and I, I will, I've been anti-Miami here with the, because of the record in, in one, one run games, which is like 17 and four in, in the run differential, but great job here, but this is what you're supposed to do, getting past the uh, A's in the Royals, and now there's some tough games coming up. Well, that's up, why I phrase it Marlins to miss the playoffs. Oh, miss, okay. To miss, not to make. My mistake. Door two. Well, you go door two instead. Yes. I, but everything you said about the Diamondbacks, I think, is true. Yeah. I'm buying in. I mean, we're coming up yeah. on the middle of June. Yeah, that's a good one. 140 against 160. Yeah. That's tough. Here are the teams that need to track down the Marlins, right? Okay. Well, yeah, because we're almost we're getting close to July here. They're two up on Pittsburgh, three up on the Giants, five and a half up on the Mets, six up on the Phillies, the Padres. Man, they're whew, they're three and a half out of a wild card right now. So they got to fend those teams off. And uh, again, yeah, good job taking care of business right now. Uh, door one, a non-SEC team wins the College Football National Championship, or door two, LeBron goes to the Mavs. Door one. I think door two is laughable. What what would they, why would he do that? What would the Mavs give up for compensation? The, the, the 10th pick? The Mavs have nothing to give up and no. offer. Yeah, they are. Why, why would, I, no, I, I can't believe Kyrie would call him and say, come here. Yeah. I mean, that whether who leaked that, both of them, I don't know. But that's, you know, what he said on the way out the door with his exit press conference. You went to the conference finals. If you were healthy, who knows what could have happened. But that's the goat, go to Dallas. Yeah, okay. I can't. I, Good, we've spent enough time on that story then. Uh, door one, Jack Eichel to win the Conn Smythe, plus 425, with the Knights to win in seven games, plus 550. Door one again. I think the series is over. I think they have too much speed and talent. A one seed against an eight seed. I agree with that, Grainy. It doesn't go back to Florida for game six. Ooh. And I think there's value here with Eichel. And talking to a guy who's had season tickets for six years, the, the media also likes good stories, as we know. And well, this is a great story What coming back from what Eichel had to deal with as well. And that could play a role. Yep. So if he comes out and has a good game tonight and tomorrow, I think is he, I'm, I'm quoting our guy, our hockey guy, saying it's a gift. It's okay. a gift plus 425. I'll phrase this two different ways. Better bad guy or more likable bad guy. Keith Ledger as the Joker, door one, or door number two, Sad news yesterday, the Iron Sheep passed away. Well, I'll tell you, he was really, he, he kept with it, too. He hated Hulk Hogan. I mean, he would tweet about Hulk Hogan nonstop. <laughs> I, I don't consider Ledger as a, a bad guy. I, he was, it's a top 10 performance in movie history. You were watching that movie saying, I need more Ledger. When is he coming back on the screen and back into a scene? How he stole every scene he was in. A phenomenal job in, in, a, in an awesome movie. Okay, I was uh, going to put in Hannibal Lecter, but I, I felt the same way about him. Well, uh, yeah, he's hardly in the movie. I know, I wanted more of him. And he him. won the Oscar. I rooted for the guy. 
guy. Faces. I was. Got that right? Yes. You're, you're rooting for him when he when he locks the door on with the two cops, right? Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. But <laughs> he's doing, yeah. Uh, uh, you can only and help. Migs. He did the right thing to Migs, too. Come on, Migs. Don't do that. That's appalling. Wow, yeah. That's Mick, appalling, Migs. Des- he deserved to go. Yeah, he did. Uh, That's a tie. Uh, Sheik was a great heel. He was he an was unbelievable bad guy. Phenomenal. Door two. I mean, he had everything there. USA sucks and all this. He played it to a key. Right. Okay. Uh, you can only have one for the rest of your life. Door one, tacos. Door two, pizza. Oh. I, I Well, door, I'll get fat. But door two. I'll go door one, tacos. You can only have... T- you're you're going to have tacos for pizza? I'd rather have turkey. Can I go turkey? No. I want a turkey sandwich then. No, absolutely not. It's tacos How or pizza. How about a Chick-fil-A sandwich? No. I can't do that either? These are the only two. Tacos or pizza. The other thing, Iron Sheik brought in... Remember, you do the, the Russian national anthem with Volkov. Oh, too. I know. He'd I come know. Down, he covered every base, the kid. Yeah. I mean, Sheik did a great job pissing people off. There's debris raining down. He, he played that bag. Yeah. He was 81 years old, which uh, I did not know. I wouldn't have said he was that old. No. No. Uh, the VP of Circus Sports, Mike Palm, in studio coming up next. He was ready to tap out on a future bet earlier this year. Similar to The Undertaker, it suddenly has some life. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.